0: Hello, and welcome to a new episode of GNWP Talks 1325. My name is Kelly Sique, and I am the Peacebuilding Policy Specialist at GNWP. I am joined today by my colleagues Patience Ikpe, Emily Beck, and Dina Lakehal. Thank you all for being here today. Thank you. So today we will discuss uh, GNWP's Peace Core Wise Peacebuilding Fellowship. This fellowship is an initiative that supports the development of young peace builders and ensures that more people share Cora, Cora's Wise vision for sustainable peace and gender equality, a strong and integral part of our lo- global culture. Patience Ikpe, the first recipient of the Cora Wise Fellowship, joined GNWP's international coordinating team last June, and she will be returning back to Nigeria later this month. Patience, can you please give us a brief explanation of who Cora Wise is and why this, what this fellowship has meant to you?
1: Um Cora Wise actually is currently the president of the Hague Appeal for Peace and has been well known as a peace activist since the early 1960s, when she was a national leader of the Women's Strike for Peace, which played a major role in bringing about the end of the nuclear testing in the atmosphere. Cora, as a leader in the anti-Vietnam War movement, actually organized demonstrations including the largest, one, the largest one in November 15, 1969 in Washington, DC. As a co-chair and director of the committee of liaison with, with families of prisoners detained in Vietnam, she organized the exchange of mail between families and the prisoners of war in Vietnam, which revealed names of those who were still alive. Also, Cora has been able to arrange and accompanied some of the returning prisoners of war who came back to the US, as well as the pilots. Cora worked as a volunteer teacher in the New York City public school system. She is an enviable activist. Her vision has always been to ensure sustainable peace and gender equality, as earlier mentioned by Kelly, to become a strong and integral part of the global culture. For me, this fellowship has given me opportunity to share Cora's vision, which I hope to keep carrying along. Thank you. Thank you so much, Patience.
0: Um, as we all know, Cora is a friend of GNWP and she has been supporting us throughout many of our initiatives and we're very thankful for her. Um, and also we're very glad to have, have been able to partner with her um, to create this, this fellowship on her behalf. So Patience, back to you. Can you give us a brief explanation of the work that you have done uh, for GNWP while in New
1: York? During my one-year exchange program here in the United States of America, working with the Global Network of Women Peace Builders, uh, this fellowship has provided me an opportunity to work on GNWP's global advocacy in the United Nations to promote the implementation of United Nations Security Council resolutions, the laws, policies, particularly relating to issues of women, peace and security. Also, I have been able to participate in GWP's localization of um, Resolution 1325 and 1820 program with focus on African countries. And also I've worked on the Girl Ambassador of Peace program, which this fellowship has given me the opportunity to. Able to implement in various African countries. Uh, for me, basically, I have been opportune to be in the field. First, I was in um, Nairobi, Kenya, sometime in October for peace dialogue, which involved bringing in stakeholders from South Sudan due to the re- renewed violence which occurred in July 5th, 15th in South Sudan. We had to bring in stakeholders from IGAD, um, from GMAC, from the Parliament, society organizations, and also youth groups from South Sudan to Nairobi, Kenya, to be able to throw up issues and strategize on what the best strategy could be to ensure the promotion of peace in South Sudan. Also to have women's voices Head on issues of peace and security within the country. Um, aside that, I was also able to um, join the GWP team that also travelled to Bungoma in Kenya for the localization program, which was carried out in three different counties. We had civil society organisations as well as um, representative from the Ministry of Women Affairs and um, also we had representatives from the three different counties, that is West Pokot, Bongoma, and Ogundishu. They were there to see how we can have an action plan for the integration of the Kenyan NAP, which was launched in 2016 into the county integrated development plans. So at the end of the workshop, we had three action plans drawn up for each different county, and the women and the various stakeholders who represented were so eager to ensure that issues of women, peace and security is promoted within these three counties. So for me, this firsthand experience in the field um, on our localization of UN SCR 1325 is being carried out was uh, a major achievement because going back home now I can be able to implement within the local government areas in Nigeria.
0: Yes, that's actually correct. Uh, one of the requirements for our fellows is that they should go back to uh, the country of origin or the country where they're uh, geographically interested in working in and uh, so that they can, so that they are able to uh, bring back the skills that they have learned here at GNWP. So with that in mind, what are some of the skills that you've learned here at GNWP and how are you going to integrate these skills
1: uh, in your work? I have learned quite a great deal, particularly in the areas of public speaking. Two workshops have been organized in this area by GNWP for civil society organizations, which I've been part of. Also in the area of proposal writing, um, in the area of research and international programs coordination. Back home, I organized workshops and programs within local communities. But with this, my experience, I've been able to see how to conduct programs involving different countries, working primarily with basic civil society organizations at the grassroots. Also, I got to understand the need to coordinate with partner organizations within countries. This allows for us to have a good idea of the situation on ground and the needs of the people, particularly not only depending on research and reports, but having first-hand experience and first-hand views on situations within the countries. Uh, I hope to continue this engagement, going back, working with the West African Network for Peacebuilding, WANEP Nigeria, to ensure that women continue to have skills, particularly in peacebuilding, so they can be able to participate in peace and security issues within their communities, which is very essential for us as civil society organizations.
0: We are glad that you will be able to take on, to take some of the skills you learn here and apply it back home to Nigeria, um, because that is one of the things that the fellowship aims to do. Um, Okay, so now we have... To two of my colleagues, um, Emily Beck and Dina Lacahal, uh, they're both our newest uh, research and advocacy interns. Um, and they, al- they also have some questions for patients. Um, Emily?
2: Oh, patients, this has been your first visit to the United States. So can you please tell us what cultural activities you've enjoyed while in the States? Have there been any experiences that were out of your comfort zone or things that you've never been exposed to before?
1: Okay, um, actually, it's my first visit to the United States of America, though I've been to other countries within Africa. Um, for me, the cultural activities I've been exposed to have been attending and, and um, watching the Independence, United, Independence Day of the United States fireworks on July 4th, 2016. It was lovely to be outdoors and to see the fireworks. The federal holiday provided me an opportunity to see the diverse, the diversity and joy of the American people. I enjoyed the annual Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade in New York City as well on November 23rd, 2016. The Macy's departmental store employees dressed in colorful costumes carrying floating balloons and cartoon characters. These were breathtaking. I had the opportunity to visit the Rockefeller Center Christmas tree with my colleague Kelly, seated right here with me. And the lightnings were so gorgeous. We had a large crowd and we had to pull ourselves through <laughs> the crowd. Although I could not participate, but I watched on the TV the New York, um, the New Year Eve, Times Square ball drop. It was also very, very wonderful. And the crowd was gush. So much people were out so early just to watch the ball drop. (laughs) For me, what was really intriguing was the snowfall. In my country, we have two seasons, which are the Hamilton season, the dry season, and the rainy season. But during my stay in New York, I saw the snowfall. I couldn't help myself, but I took a walk and made some snowballs. It was very fascinating. Thank you.
0: Yeah, it's great to know that you've had so many experiences here in the U.S. And also, just to point out something, uh, Patience tried sushi while in New York, and now she's in love with it, and it's her favorite, favorite dish.
1: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I had so many dishes.
0: Okay, so back uh, back to um, our interviews for patients. Uh, Dina now has a question she would like to ask. Patience, what were your views on the United
3: States before arriving, and have these views changed, and if so, how?
1: Um, You know, when you're in Africa, we have Africans back home, we have generally a different perspective concerning the United States. For me, I was made to understand that the U.S. has streets paved with gold. Everything in the U.S. is golden. Money is growing on almost all the trees, in, in other words, there's money in abundance, I would understand that because of these, immigrants are not welcomed. <laughs> in other words, only the American people should walk on the streets paved with gold. And so we're told American people are not receptive. When you get back, I was giving advice, when you get in, you have to watch it, don't step on people's toes, don't get people angry, just be nice so that you can come back home But I've come to see that it's different. The American people are really loving people and actually America is a country of immigrants. Uh, Right from the day I arrived at the airport, to the very first apartment I had before I moved over, I've received so much love. People have been so welcoming. My colleagues in the office have been wonderful. They've always asked, how are you coping? What are your needs? Always wanting to meet my needs in one way or the other. Uh, At first I I felt a bit cold, but with time when I got my warm clothing, it was okay. So really I did enjoy my stay and my views concerning America has really, really changed because it was not the views I had prior to coming. So now I can go back and educate other teeming youths who are hoping to come over probably for the education or exchange program, that our America is indeed a welcoming country. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Patience. Um, We're really glad that you had such a great experience with us at GNWP. Um, And also thank you uh, for the questions to both Emily and Dina. So Patience, Um, as you know, the Coral Weiss Fellowship is all about the promotion of peace building, and you know, you as a professional with a master's degree in public and international affairs from the University of Lagos, and as a researcher and advocate for youth, women, gender equality, and peace building. We wanna know what are your thoughts on 1325 and all the other res- uh, related resolutions that GNWP works with? And also, do you think that they are just rhetorics, or do you consider them to or do you consider them to be a real achievement in social progress?
1: Okay. Actually, the United Nations Security Council Resolution 1325 and the seven supporting resolutions which came after it, for me, are real achievements in progress. I have come to realize that in achieving these resolutions, the strategy utilized matters a great deal. GWP has been uh, the front, in the front line of advocating and actually implementing the localization strategy, which has driven implementation of the Women, Peace and Security Agenda at the local level, making these resolutions a living reality. I have been in the field and I've seen it, it works and it has been implemented. In countries where the localization strategy has been implemented, such as in Uganda, in Nepal, in the Philippines, there has actually been success stories within communities of men who have realized the relevant roles that women play in peace building, and these men are willing to co-partner with women in peace and security initiative. So for me, having had a first-hand experience, I really think that these resolutions are not rhetorics. They are implementable, and they are actually um, resolutions in progress. Thank you.
0: We're got to know that when you do go back to Nigeria, you will be able to help in the implementation of these resolutions and particularly with the Women, Peace and Security agenda, which now more than ever needs uh, needs for us to continue advocating for it and, and implementing it. Um, and so just to wrap up a bit, uh, patients, do you have any parting words for our listeners?
1: Um, my stay in the United States has indeed been memorable and I'm planning to continue my work in promoting women's participation in peace building. To our listeners, my parting words are, never silence a woman, but rather give her the opportunity to actualize her potentials and continue to contribute towards making the world a peaceful and better place. Thank you.
0: Thank you so much, Patience. And on behalf of the GNWP International Coordinating Team, I just want to say that it's been a pleasure to work with you. You have been an asset to the team. You have brought so much experience and have taught all of us so many things, and particularly myself, and it has been um, I will say that like, you're my first Nigerian friend and, you know, we will really, really, mi- you. <laughs> we will really, really miss you, uh, but I know that we we'll will be able to collaborate in the future, uh, you and Lupi with OneNep Nigeria once you go back, um, so that we can actually implement, you know, the Women Peace and Security agenda uh, and make it a reality. All right, so switching gears a bit, um, I would like to take some time now to properly introduce both of our interns who have you heard speak a little bit earlier today, Emily and Dina. Um, And so can you just introduce yourselves and tell the listeners a little bit about your interest?
2: Uh, Hi, yeah, so I'm Emily. Um, I am a student at Hofstra University. I'm going to enter my senior year in the fall. I'm studying uh, Global Studies and Geography with minors in Philosophy and Civic Engagement. Um, I'm really passionate about um, post-conflict reconstruction and peace-building efforts. Um, I first got into this work uh, through a case study on um, the Liberian Women's Peace Network and the way that they were able to uh, secure peace in Liberia. and I'm really grateful to have an opportunity to continue pursuing this work with GNWP, and I'm really excited for everything that's to come in the next six months.
3: Hi, I'm Dina alec I'm a senior at Rollins College pursuing a double major in philosophy and political science with a concentration in law, society, and ideology. Um, In the future, I plan on attending law school to study international law or maybe even family law, gender and sexuality. Um, I've previously worked with civil society organizations and nonprofits in my home country of Morocco and in Argentina where I um, spent a few months abroad and became passionate about women's empowerment and policy making and civic participation. I believe in bridging the gap between the social and the political with the goal of empowering all members of society to help determine the conditions according to which we live through education and equal opportunity. I'm really excited to be um, a part of the GNWP team as a research and advocacy intern to work on policy advocacy and implementation efforts of 1325 and anything related to women, peace and security.
0: Uh, Thank you so much, Emily and Dina. Um, You'll be hearing more from them um, in future podcasts. Um, I also want to thank, once again, Patience for all your work. And also, I want to thank all our listeners for your continuing support.